0: Good evening fans, Tim Kittrow here, the voice of NBA Jam, and you're listening to the Game Dev Breakdown Podcast, brought to you by Codewriteplay.com. Whoop-boom-shakalaka! My hey mom gave birth in 1985, I was bluer than a Pac-Man ghost, barely alive. In the Cold War, my only blanket was Tetris, I played Rampart, when Reagan rampaged the world for breakfast. The laundromat was my sanctuary, the arcade was my church. Todd here, welcome back to Game Dev Breakdown. um a couple of things to talk about sorry about the break uh we had like three or four full weeks where everyone in my family was like very ill and i know like it's cold and flu time and everyone's going through it but we had something tear through this house and like mutate and hit us all again my wife had double pneumonia (laughs) briefly uh well it sent her on a visit to the hospital um I had my throat swelling up to like the point where it was hard to speak, hard to breathe, uh, very painful, and I didn't want to push things because I didn't want to do permanent damage to my already substandard voice. So, appreciate everybody hanging in there. I would like to get back into the swing of things. There's been a lot going on. We're coming up on the year end. And uh there are projects to do. I I owe the uh, Patreon community at patreon.com slash play. I owe them some stuff. Uh There's just a lot happening, and I'm going to do these when I can and when there's a good topic. And I think there's a good topic tonight. So the topic tonight is indie developers are screwed. And <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about already, first of all, lucky you, because this is a dumb thing. But we are going to go through it. Because I think there are some points worth talking about. So, today on Twitter—was it today? Good lord! Somebody who I'm not gonna name. If if <laughs> if you want to figure out who this is, uh, there's nothing I can do to stop you. But we are gonna talk about it. Somebody took to Twitter who is a studio founder. This person said, Indie developers are screwed. Here's a screen grab of a top PC gaming site. Apparently there are only two games for PC right now. The press are not going to write about your indie game. Not now, not ever. And this screenshot, I don't honestly recognize where the screenshot comes from. But indeed, there is a row of, of um, there are two rows of articles. And the only games being discussed are Red Dead Redemption 2 uh, red Dead Online, in particular, and the Outer Worlds. Now that should set off a red flag right away, because if any site was only going to speak about two games right now, I'm sure one of them wouldn't be Red Dead. Uh, you know, I, I know Red Dead Online just dropped, but I mean, <laughs> who who would honestly limit themselves to two games? So this this caught me weird, and and I only saw it because one of my friends retweeted this. Yeah, I guess I guess it's over for indies. And uh I said, hey Chief, you know, this this screenshot does not really mean anything. Indies break out all the time. We talk to people on Game Dev Breakdown, I talk to people on Game Dev Breakdown who have uh launched indies on multiple platforms, have a ton of players, they're they're turning heads, getting coverage. It happens relatively often. Um our buddy Michael Hicks comes from a smaller town than I do. He's got like half a million players between his two games. And you know, it's, it's not unusual. It's a tough industry, but it it led me, it led me to wonder like, who the hell is this guy who's coming up with this shit? So I look into it and he's indeed a studio founder. And I looked at his site and I realized that he, he is responsible for several series that I am familiar with. So, uh, games you've probably heard of, and this person is doing the thing that he's sitting here telling you not to do. And if this is starting to sound familiar, you know this is something that pisses me off. When somebody goes, I did this thing, I made it as an indie, don't you try, fuck that. That's the stupidest trend in business that I can think of right now. That is the most ridiculous thing. If you're not going to encourage someone, shut the fuck up. Just shut up. So... You know, by this time, I'm sort of mentally invested in this, and I'm noticing that the other people on Twitter are uh, not hesitating to call him out on this. But I'm thinking, like, why do this? Why announce that outlets are never going to cover your indie game? Okay, so he probably posted this because he was looking around, hoping that his games were getting discussed, right? That's what I would expect. So... Nobody likes to, like, you know, you, you Google and you look for people discussing your products if you've got a game out. But if you don't find it, you you go about your day. You you decide on something you can try or somebody you can talk to or whatever you want to do next. But you don't dwell on the shit. And you certainly don't go tell Twitter that no one can do it. I have seen this guy's games discussed many times. Many times. I uh, One series in particular I have seen all over the place. And I think to myself, like, this looks interesting. Maybe I'll try this sometime. But he just he just could not find peace about this. So, so he blows up Twitter. I told my friend who shared this, I said, I don't believe this at all. I know good and well, you know, there has not been a big downturn in indie development. Uh, the screenshot doesn't mean anything. Indies still break out all the time. You cannot expect to be successful in indie development. It's not a good idea to do it without a day job right away. Maybe one day you get to do that. Uh, Maybe not, but you cannot expect anything from any development because it will leave you flat on your ass. And I think pretty much everyone knows that at this point. That friend is like, well, no, I get it. It just demonstrates there's no real media coverage of indie games uh, unless those games are well established. Let's talk about that part for a minute. I, I probably have a unique perspective on this. I was a freelance journalist I'll probably be a freelance journalist again at some point. I used to write about indie games all the time. I, I wrote about them for in paid jobs, for paid outlets. I wrote about them on my blog for free. I interviewed those people on Game Dev Breakdown. I uh you can still find uh articles with like in-depth interviews titled uh inside indie dev on coderiteplay.com. Um and, and I even thought about turning those into a book one day. I have I have done a lot for indies because I was an indie. The other part of my unique perspective is I am an indie developer. I do have an indie game out in the marketplace right now doing poorly. I get it. I really do. I get it. And even worse, my game is for young kids. I know they're not out there talking about my game because they're too young and they don't have blogs. Uh, they're not YouTubers. Their parents don't give a shit. Teachers don't give a shit. I learned a lot of things the hard way by making an educational game for kids Believe me. But there was a time when I did year-end lists of indie devs to watch the following year, sort of trying to get people to put different things on their radar. I'm still registered as press on itch.io. The truth is outlets that do spend a lot of time and resources on indies tend to struggle. It's a hard business. And there is a reason for that. And I don't necessarily think it's bad. The reason is players, for better or for worse... They don't want to see every indie game. They don't. They don't even want to see a lot of indie games. They want to see the ones that are badass. Now, that makes my friend right and correct when he said, there's no real media coverage of indie games until they're established titles. But I don't think we need to look at the media outlets and the journalists. I don't think that's the right end of that process or that cycle to look at. We have to look at the players. The players don't want to see every indie game because most indie games are... (sighs) This is tough. You can get bad at me. I won't say most. I'll say there are many, many indie games that we as indie developers should not want players to see. You know what I'm talking about. Even if you're a very positive person, encouraging person, I never go to a developer and like, hey, your game looks awful. But you know some games look awful. And that's a learning process for those people. That's okay. Make a bad game. You should make 10 bad games if that's what you need to do to learn how to make a good game. But that does not mean you should go put your bad game on Steam Early Access, especially while you're, you know, while it's a mess. If you don't have at least one superstar thing going for your project, you probably need to lay low. And you probably don't need to sit around pissed off at journalists and media outlets that they're not paying attention to your bad project. The reason for all this is. If players start seeing bad project after bad project and they get to a point where 7 out of every ten, eight out of every 10 indie games they play are bad, they're not going to play indie games anymore. You can tell them whatever the fuck you want about indie games and they're not going to look at them. And then we're all screwed. The unfortunate reality is there does need to be a barrier for entry for indie games in the mainstream. And I think that's where it is. I think players don't need to hear about every indie game. Now, if you're you're getting mad at me, let me say this. It is much too hard. The barrier is too real, too big, too high. The bar is too high for good indie games to get out into the mainstream. It's too much of a barrier. There does need to be a barrier, but... It's, it's, it's still almost better to have too much of a barrier than not enough of a barrier because then you get the App Store disease. Everything on the Google Play or most things on the iOS App Store are nonsense. They're awful. Some of them are an outright scam. Uh, we do want to make sure we are bringing our A game or at least our B game to mainstream players. That was Twitter. Um so I, I think trying to force outlets to artificially cover more indie games is not necessarily a good thing. I think it hurts the overall indie brand. It's not fair that there's an overall indie brand, but there is. We're all in this together. We all either succeed or fail, and that's stupid. We should be we should be a little more uh, mentally flexible than that, but I don't think a lot of players are. I think they think either I'm an indie fan or I'm not an indie fan. So you want something with Cuphead's art, Minecraft's, you know, open-ended gameplay. You, you don't want to get something that's just meh on all accounts because it will get harder to promote good indies. It, it absolutely will. Uh, indies, to some extent, need to earn their way into the public eye. It is unfairly difficult right now. So really, you just need to ask yourself what you're going to do about it. Yeah, it's unfair. Are you going to work that much harder? Are you going to put one superstar aspect to your game? Are you going to polish the shit out of something until it's just an incredible thing? Uh, Scott Lee on Twitter said something that I really agreed with. This is a hit-driven business. You can't, like I said before, you can't depend on success. You can't expect a certain amount of money or the opportunity to quit your day job. But you do have opportunities to put out a hit. You have unlimited chances to put together something that's just incredible and put that in front of people and say, here you go, this is my game. If it's good enough, it does have a shot to turn heads in mainstream uh, game journalism. It, it really does. So again, not everything about that is right, not everything about that is fair, but the idea that... Game outlets are never going to talk about your indie game. Not now, not ever. That's bullshit. The guy who said that knows that's bullshit because it's happened to him many times. And you shouldn't listen to a word of that. Now, did this guy see the error of his ways? No, of course he did not. He uh, lost his fucking mind later that day. The other Twitter users are all angry. We need to get a grip. Fuck Twitter. This is the self-righteous call-out culture. Hate mobs. We're angry tweens pounding on a MacBook keyboard. Not Spartan warriors. I don't know where that comes from or why I want to be a Spartan warrior or really be part of any club that he approves of because, honestly, by the end of the day, that guy seemed like he needed help. And so I don't think... um, is, a lot of us were joking about playing with the format of the tweet that he put up and like you know I took this screenshot from this site and this screenshot from this site. the funniest one to me was when I saw that Kevin Smith had just promoted an indie developer with less followers than I have, which is not much. They were just north of a thousand followers and <laughs> he took their their humble three dollar uh, indie game and put it up for his 3.1 million followers. And just the idea that indie developers don't have any opportunities, that's just insane. When I was putting out my game, when I launched my game intended for small children, and I mean, like, less than five, because we're talking about counting and learning letters, I knew Kotaku and Polygon didn't give a shit, and there's no reason they would. I thought, you know, like, teaching websites and stuff like that, I thought they would give a shit. Turned out they did not. I had a couple of small organizations talk to me, but... This thing mostly fell on its face. However, I did get creative. I talked to the creator of a major uh, kids show who uh, agreed to tweet the thing out just because I said, like, hey, if you've got I don't know if you've got like kids of your own or a kid that, you know, comes to visit with family members or something. But here's this app. Here's a download code. Man, like if you felt like sharing it or giving me a quote I could use, that would be incredible. Thanks for your time. I also, and, and that guy who was a celebrity in his own right tweeted that out minutes later. And I was like, Oh my God. Thank you so much. Like, yeah, no problem. This is awesome. Thank you. Started an awesome relationship there. I did the same thing with another, um, very noteworthy, uh, game developer who was from the proper industry, but we had spoken on many occasions and I, tr- I basically tried the same thing with him and, he never said a word, totally ghosted on that one, like no response whatsoever. Some people really disappointed me. But if you get creative, you can find people and places where you can put this stuff. And you're not always going to turn the mainstream journalists <laughs> pool uh, into just rabid fans or have them do your bidding. You can't always expect that. But what I'm saying is there has not been a major change. This has always been I agree that this has always been a hit driven business. You know, if you, if you put your back into it and you, and you stay mindful and you don't go on, go and have these public meltdowns, you're going to continuously find opportunities. This dude has many, many followers on Twitter. I'm sure many of them are fans of his games. He's got no problem getting the word out about anything, but he's mad that, you know, I'm not going to name journalists for, for no reason, but, um, he's mad that so and so at you know games radar didn't do an, an article about uh, the the latest game in his series. Okay, fine. That has no fucking bearing on anyone but you. That doesn't mean you need to turn around and tell other indie developers, don't come this way, don't try to do what I did, even though it sure looks to me like he doesn't have to do any other work. He gets to do indie development, he gets to run his studio, he gets to live that part of the dream but he's going to tell you not to fuck that. I got no patience for that. There's no good reason to do that. And if he wants to rage on us, I'm going to rage on him a little bit. Fuck you. Anyway, if you were hoping for some other content tonight, <laughs> I'm here to uh, sadly disappoint you. Um, no, uh, our buddy Rayan Ali, he's got uh, the NBA jam book out now. Go get a copy. It's so good. I've almost finished it. That's no bearing on him. I am the slowest reader on earth but I am loving every, it's the kind of book you read it. And like every couple of sentences you go, Oh oh shit, really? And you have to like look into what it was and you look up the background and stuff and it's full of its own background and it's just an awesome reading experience. So go uh, check out NBA jam, the book from uh, boss fight books. If you're in the Cleveland, Ohio area, he's doing an appearance at a convention out there. So look for that next Saturday. You can uh, check out his Twitter uh, NBA jam book. I think it's NBA jam book. Um, I will uh, keep keep cranking out these podcasts as uh, time permits. Um, I've got friends who would like to come on the show. And I say friends, but I mean like friends and industry folks who are doing really cool stuff that I'm very excited about. There's a big thing coming next year that we're, I'm not able to talk about. I'm super excited about. Uh, you'll hear more about that closer to the end of the year. Maybe, uh, maybe after the new year. But... Um, Don't give up on me yet because things are going to keep getting fun. I'm working on several creative projects. I'm doing some VR work right now, which I love. I love it, you guys. If you haven't tried VR development and you have any access whatsoever to hardware, um, by the way, the Oculus Quest just dropped in price. I don't know what the new price is, but it's getting affordable it's it's like new console price it's in that region so if you ever wanted to get into it you weren't into it yet take a look now development for the quest is really a good time it's got some quirks but i'm writing about that all the time and creating uh, tutorials and stuff uh, especially for patreon it's a lot of fun and you should check it out that said if you enjoy game dev breakdown I would appreciate you uh, subscribing. That's the best way to keep up with the show. You can do that anywhere. Send us in a review. Well, you don't send us the review, obviously, but you review it in the uh, place you are listening to it. That always helps us get the word out, grow the audience, continue doing cool stuff. Feel free to send uh, trends like this, topics. There's stuff I don't see all the time. People ask me like, hey, what do you think about this? And things slip by me. So if you want to hear about something or you have thoughts on something, get at me I'm easy to catch on twitter at mechatodzilla or at Code right Play on twitter so let me know how you're enjoying the podcast send me stuff talk to me uh, let's hang out that's why I do this we've had ad deals fall through sponsors are unreliable um, this is all for fun and we're at a point where it's like there'd be no other reason to do it I just have a good time with it I hope you do too hit me up otherwise talk to you soon